So I had this whole drug commercial bit that Kevin gave me a suggestion for, like right at the end uh, of us like prepping this show. And I, I really just honestly couldn't get it to land. It just didn't turn out well. Uh, and then I also remembered that Europe and most of the rest of the world doesn't do drug commercials. So it wouldn't have landed anyways with a healthy chunk of our audience. So I got ahead and just scrubbed that one for the weekend. We're just going to go ahead and do a show. Um, this is Azeroth Coast to Coast. Uh, I, of course, am Gavril. This is Kevin. Hello. This is Neff. Hey. And this is Chris. Hi. Um. Uh, we try to talk about things that interest us in the world of gaming, video games, general shit like that. And we hope you find us mildly entertaining. Thank you very much. Bye. y'all how you doing hey life is pain what's a crackers pain uh chris is sleepy boy this week yeah chris is gonna sit here quietly stream and you know you'll have a conversation not input he's gonna not input this conversation i'm gonna be silent he just sits at the back tells you to keep keep check on your time and just you know. We're going to find Chris Dennis. Oh, in his chair. so he's going to be the Kevin of the show today. Yes, he will be the Kevin of the show, which means you have to engage, Kevin. Yikes. Ha ha. Um, so uh, there's not a lot of... Uh, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of stuff written uh, in our notes today for the last two weeks, so we're just going to go around the table and see if anybody's got anything interesting that they didn't add. Hey, Christopher. You have to what? actually have input on this part. What am I inputting? Uh, what you've been up to the last two weeks um, besides work. working? Oh, um, work and not sleeping. Um, not sleeping. I, I apparently I classic. Have, I've been playing some more classic. Yeah. Apparently, I have stress and insomnia, so I've not been sleeping. I've been working and I've been playing some more classic. That's about it. <laughs> hey, welcome to the world of insomnia. High five, socially distant. Social distance ah. high fives. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will join in on that. <laughs> yeah, insomnia is fun. I have had insomnia for most of my life, most yeah. of my adult life. Uh, yeah, it's real fun. And I also can't take most of the major drugs that they that they give for it because I have my, family, drugs. Uh, my family has a history of psychotic breaks on most of those drugs. So, yeah. My father had a psychotic break on Ambien, and my older brother had a mild disassociative ep episode while he was on Lunesta. So, yeah, I can't take any of that stuff. I just uh, put that on. <laughs> me, because I'm the one recording. I'm the one doing it. Um, I have been given some Zopoclone, so I'll be sleeping. I'll be sleeping. That's fun. You're going to have a sleepy, sleepy time for a good boy tonight. You know what, though? I think that's a good thing because you desperately need it, sweetie. Yeah, yeah, you need some uh, sleep. Thing is, I, I agree with my doctor and my coworkers on this. I'm not going to take it tonight. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it tonight. Not going into work for the next day. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have to worry yeah. about it tonight. 
I will sleep yeah. for 12 hours on Sunday night. Yeah, and you know what? I can I can accept that if you're not in like a state right now where you are absolute I mean, you're absolutely falling apart and we all know this, but mm-hmm. um but uh you do you as long as you're willing to do what it takes to help yourself out. I don't give a shit what you end up doing. So Working in healthcare in a, during a pandemic is exhausting. Yeah, working retail in a pandemic is also exhausting. Yeah, so that's real fun. Uh, I, I, of course, everybody knows Chris is Chris works in healthcare in uh, Europe, and I am a retail manager, of course. So yeah, yay! And judicial services, so yeah, essential services people. Yeah, because yeah. and yeah, Neth works in in uh, the courts. I work for the courts, and you the gotta, courts don't you, close. You you got a podcast where most of the hosts are essential workers and most yep. of those are exhausted. Yep. Yep. I am not essential, but I am working. Yeah, you're working from home. Wow, could you have sounded any more robot? You yes. are a robot, area. I am robot. But the funny thing is, the funny thing is like we we've been we've been very careful about like dancing around the covid stuff, but I mean, it's gone on long enough I think that it's just part of it's just part of life that we're having right now Part of everyday yeah, life like in the it, yep. exactly. yeah you yeah. know and at it's the like getting it was like don't want to talk about it don't depress everybody yeah. but now it's just like especially with three it's of the four of us being it. essential services it's just it's our fucking lives and yeah. how do we and not like, talk about it <laughs> and i mean at the same time like i understand like where kevin's coming from on his side of things where you know he's shut up at home most of the day and that really sucks for some people, uh, like Kevin, the thing is, people who are not essential workers are set at home and they they're hating it and they want to work. And people all who of are us just want to go home. We just want to go home. It's like <laughs> home. I, I it, would it's be happy to not be being exposed to people who may potentially have this shit. I will and it's, take it's, stay home. <laughs> It's just it's crazy that it's like there's two there's two major sides to this for people who are working right now. And it's like each side just wants what the other has. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. I know, would love to go to work and to actually be able to go out like and I would be super thrilled just to be locked in my house for the next month. And I'm totally OK with that because uh, I'm a super introvert. So it doesn't matter to me in the slightest. I hate most of humanity. I know you're a misanthrope. <laughs> I'm a misanthrope as well, for the most part. But I'm I, a total homebody, so the idea of being stuck in my house for a month solid is like, yes, <laughs> fucking sign yeah. me up. And it's just, it's just funny that it's like, yeah, like what one side wants, the other side. Which has. is the best part because you and I hating hating people, and we ever jobs. It, it just, <laughs> it's hilarious. I know it's, it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, but it's like we all are facing our own little like sort of trials and tribulations right yep. now and all of it is like everybody's equal on it it's like some people are not wired to stay home all day and kevin is 100 percent one of those people i mean i just like to be able to leave the house yeah and i mean that's I mean, that's kind of going outside of the house which you know yeah did yeah. they extend your stay at home the stay home work safe order for austin yeah until like the middle of june Scotland is yeah. extended until Thursday, and then they will be reviewing and slightly reducing lockdown, but only by mm. the slightest of slightest slights. I was going to say because like they're... we're not doing the whole England thing. We're not listening to England. 
didn't they say didn't they didn't some research come out recently that was saying that like yeah like some of the numbers were understated across the uk yeah um the numbers across england uh are understated because that's where the thing is that's where most of the numbers are coming out from england mm-hmm. are that's where most of the broadcasters in the uk look at nobody really looks at the rest of the uk which is kind of shit but that's how it is um the the R number, as it is, it is as it's called, uh, the R is, number, yeah, yeah, is too close to one for uh, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales to come out of lockdown. But it is almost the same as England's one, but they are coming out of lockdown. So, <laughs> yep. So yeah, so that's scary. So there's your COVID update for the podcast for the week. We're all doing fine. Um, and we're all going slightly stir crazy in our own special way. Um, yeah. Kevin, what you been up to for the last couple of weeks, buddy? Mostly playing Modern Warfare Warzone. Warzone. Um, yes, uh, we got a little group going, and we've had people like we've been able to sustain games for like the majority of the day with people coming out, going in, mm-hmm. and keeping a full party, which is pretty cool. And yeah. um, We've definitely wow, or some of the other stuff we've played before. Yes, we've um, we've definitely had some epic moments in certain games, like the game that we had to um, protect the prison. I think that I don't know if you were in that one, Gav. I don't think I was. No, No. but like, yeah, you have certain moments in those games that you remember, or like when you go back to that spot in the map, you're like, oh shit, I remember the last time I was here, and we got annihilated, or um that moment where I get everybody into a car and then it blows up <laughs> or I stop in front of bad guys while they're shooting us, you know, yep. things, you, things like you get that. told, keep driving, keep driving. And then you just stop. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. I, so, do, I have um, my fair share of stupid, <laughs> stupid activities as well too. Don't worry. I mean, the, the unique experience that I have in this game, other rather than other games that I've played recently is I feel like, when you die and make a horrible mistake, I'm like, oh, I, I know not to do that this time. Like, you learn quickly in that game. I don't learn quickly. Like, what works, what doesn't work. But yeah, I've uh, been enjoying it. That's what I've mostly been doing over the past few weeks. All right, all right. Uh, Neff, what you been up to? Oh, so much Warzone. I don't know what the fuck y'all did to me, but you've created some crazy level monster for fucking killing the things. <laughs> Rudy tooty point and shooty. I mean, because Canada I, doesn't have enough Rudy tooty point and shooty. I am so. like fully the one who's usually in our Discord going at Warzone. Hello, anybody around at Warzone? Can we at Warzone? Yes. Which is Hi, why I literally made a new. Which is why I literally made a new text channel because I got so tired of all this Warzone shit inside of the general gaming channel. So <laughs> he really did have to, and I fully. I, am, it is like. Probably eighty percent me because I am crazy addicted to this fucking game, and I am not a first-person shooter player at all. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yes, why? I don't know. What have you done? Gab well, actually are... apologized to my spawn on our yeah. Discord. I apologized hilarious. to her son. I apologized to her <laughs> son specifically and told him, "Hey, I'm sorry. We apparently have turned your mother into a Mountain Dew swilling FPS goblin." <laughs> 
<laughs> he laughed so he was just sitting there laughing and i was like what are you laughing at and i went over and looked and i was like oh my god you literally actually typed what you said you were going to tell him <laughs> yeah i did i don't bullshit i'm gonna tell the truth on that and yes i told your i told your son i'm sorry we did this to your mother oh, he it funny. wow i know he found it hilarious um all right, so just a lot of fucking war zone. Yeah, I had to so apologize to a mother for her asking me to give her son a decent computer to play during lockdown, and now she never sees him. <laughs> oh, you poor dumb bastard. You poor, poor bastard. But she's getting so much knitting done. She doesn't <laughs> knit. She's drinking a lot of gin now, though. Hey! <laughs> I mean, what's better than knitting? Get that, I mean, get that wonderful floral spell. Yikes. Yeah, I've, I've been in that situation before. You smell like a juniper. I mean, uh, most people in healthcare smell like alcoholics right now. That, that's pretty fair. Yeah, that's pretty fucking fair. Most people in all essential services smell like alcoholics right now. Everybody smells like an alcoholic right now. Let's be straight and honest here. Yeah. Everybody smells like a goddamn alcoholic yeah, at this point. It also is the people who are stuck staying at home because they're drinking to get through the day to stay at home, and we're all drinking when we get home to give us enough to get through the next day. But hey, liquor stores are considered an essential business, so... Fuck. Thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, myself, uh, last couple of weeks have been playing Warzone with Kevin and Neth and LB and, like, the rest of the people. Dog um, and them and like, Ella Dougal. and Duggle the and Danny is- and- The reason we is because just- it kind of, like, scratches a itch for me and a little bit of a nostalgia itch. You were saying, Chris? We did play D and D this week. Yes, we did play D and D. I haven't finished like my my what I did this last two weeks, guys. <laughs> give me I'm two sorry. seconds. Yeah, that was part of your what we did. Yeah, well, I get give me two seconds to get to it, asshole. I love you, man. Right. I love you, boo. It's okay. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Um, it's just kind of scratching a nostalgic itch because I cut my teeth on a lot of uh. A lot of FPSs, and you know, it's interesting to kind of dive back into the FPS realm because I haven't played Counter Strike in a long time. I haven't played uh, TF2 uh, in a long time. I haven't played a lot of like FPS, like strictly FPS games in a while. So it's really interesting to like go back into that. I think Apex was the most recent one I played, and that was just because LB and Kevin were like had hard ons for it for a while. Um, but besides that, uh, we did D&D on Wednesday. Um, it just keeps dragging like every game I've ever run. Every session just drags every single time. <laughs> um, and it's inevitably because someone tries to call me out on something. So I just double down on it and just. We're just going to go back and do it. Fine. You want to call me out on it? Yeah, All right. Re- we're going to go back and do this. We have a lot of rules lawyers. And that's okay. It's all right. It's not strictly being a rules lawyer about it, but uh, they 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 are not remembering rule of cool and things of that nature. And yeah, and I should have just doubled down on it and been like, okay, so it's pitch black inside, and no one that's awake has dark vision. Yeah, y'all don't see shit. I should have just doubled down on that. I should have just doubled down on that, and I know I just would have gotten more pushback, but it's okay. 
it's all right. It created an interesting narrative event, but it did kind of drag the the session out a bit longer than I wanted to, and I got barely any sleep from the day, next day. So I wanted to get I, to a certain point, but we didn't. I, yeah, we didn't even get through that night. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say, if I'm asking questions, a lot of the time I'm asking because I'm asking, not because because newbie, not because this. No, that's fine. That's fine. We 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 y'all keep talking about. But I, I understand. Not, I, Start that one. I think that was Izzy who called. It was Izzy. That was, yeah, was Izzy, Izzy called it out. Izzy that called out on the on that. It, Izzy called it out, and then Seth backed her up on it. So yeah, we had to kind of double back around and do something, uh, and kind of go through something a little bit different. But yeah, uh, yeah, and that happens. He fired an arrow, and nobody backed her the fuck up. Nope. Uh, but yeah, so we played logic. Logic. Uh, 18 armed people backing you into a uh, doorless room. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we played D&D, and I've also still just been playing a lot of Hearthstone like I normally do. So, it's pretty pretty average week for me for the most part. Ooh. I've got whatever flavor of the month game I've been playing, and then Hearthstone in the background. I have been playing Teamfight Tactics on my phone. Good. I noticed you playing uh, some league as well, so yeah, I that's it's the team team fight tactics I've been playing. Okay, so it, so it comes out of the launcher, client. comes to the launcher and the client. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I, I just I not me personally. I got enough of sweaty, sweaty nerds playing league and Dota for several years, so yeah, don't need any more of that. See, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I actually think I prefer it to Battlegrounds. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I personally think it and Battlegrounds have like a very different play style. Well, I've came first in the NTFT multiple times. I've never came close to first in, in I've, Battlegrounds. I've gotten first in Battlegrounds quite a few times, like uh, like 20 or 30 times at this point. So I, but I mean, I haven't even actually been playing uh, Battlegrounds. I've actually been playing. I play like a game of Battlegrounds every so often, but I've mostly been playing in the Wild Ladder right now. So, <clears throat> but yeah, no, Chris, if you want to, I will. Uh, at some point, maybe, probably not. You know, coach you through a game of Battlegrounds. <laughs> some point, maybe, maybe but probably not. Mostly because I don't, I don't, I don't think Chris is that interested. I don't, totally. think, Chris interested. I don't so, think Chris is that interested. So here's the thing. I think. Between Battlegrounds and TFT, I get TFT more because mm. it's not a card game. Yeah. I get you. Like, I understand. I that. understand all the League heroes. I understand what they do. I understand what the items do. So it's, it's oh, okay, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. But like, it, I just go Murloc and hope for the best when I play. No. Murloc is a transition, sir. Unless you get like a crazy, crazy start, Murloc is a transition. If I get what's his name, not Malganus, Draxus, I go demons and hope for the best. Sometimes that's not even the right play. But yeah, no, I get, I hundred percent get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, it's too I mean, much. <laughs> it can be a little much. Yes, yes, it definitely can. Um, so yeah, that's my two weeks. Um, did we have any kind of feedback over the last period of time? Um, so he asks on, into the void on Gmail. I would like to inquire of Kevin if he's using our Gmail address for dating sites because there has been a lot of 
thirsty, thirsty emails in there that look like they're coming from dating sites. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I'm definitely going to use my uh, my World of Warcraft <laughs> podcast as my dating email. I mean, it's not as like they their email. <laughs> I, I would really no, no. like you to read one of these thirsty emails. I Jesus. deleted them all. <laughs> oh. Chris, that just means you have to check the email periodically now. Um, that's too much work. Yeah, it is too much work, exactly. Um, I don't think we've done polls, like, ever, besides, like, that first week no. we did it, so we can probably go ahead and get rid of that portion of the show. Uh, we're bad at engagement, y'all. Um... Discord, um, didn't we have somebody new join? Oh, wait, yeah, the bot just... deletes it. The bot deletes yeah, everything. Yeah, so. sure, but that was a while ago. Oh, that's what um, we need to do after the show. Fuck with the bot. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll leave it to you because I'm too fucking tired. I get you. Um, <clears throat> Kevin, you're... There's you're... been some discussions on Discord about barbecue. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, yeah, the barbecue thing. We talked about that yesterday. Hell yeah. They're green and slimy looking hammers. <laughs> yeah, after oh you posted God, some. I'm sorry. After you posted some meat, Kevin. They didn't look terrible. Was it pesto or was it just like shitty lighting? It was shitty lighting. Okay. That's okay. cheddar cheese. That is not cheddar cheese. That is American cheese because it should not melt to that degree if it's actual cheddar cheese. No, I like over melted. He probably did. Like, he, no, he probably melted. He probably did. He probably warmed it and melted it, and then yes. poured it over. That's what you can do. No, no, you don't do that. All I did is, after you're like close to getting done the burger, you put a piece of cheese on top of it, and then you cover it while it's still on the frying out. pan, yeah. and then it melts the cheese. Hello, not everybody knew this. Yeah, no, cheddar does that. It does do that if you warm it in a moist enough environment. Moist environment. Moist. There you go. <laughs> All of these two are listeners who are now cringing like fuck over that word because <laughs> I don't understand I that word. I don't know why. Nothing wrong with moist. Oh, I don't have a problem. I used to work with a lady who had like a list of words that she like would freak you out. You can't her. say it, or and, and we used to like make a game of like how many words could we string into one sentence, <laughs> just to torture her. We were evil. How many yep. times have I been told I can't say the word "cunt"? Quite a few. Never but it's by, punctuation. by Americans. By, by us, Americans, no. By Americans, but you guys know by Americans all the time. So you know what? Just to fuck with the ones that really hate the word moist, moist cunt. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> I love it. Moist. Moist. <laughs> I can't wait for the super cut that I'm going to put into the beginning oh. of the episode okay. now. So far, female no, listeners, please be advised that outside moist, of moist, North moist, America, moist, the C moist, word is <laughs> the equivalent of the fuck word. That's it's the not word is everyday vocabulary. Yeah, me, like, and my man, me and my manager call each other on a daily basis. Oh, I got shaky little card. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think they say that. I don't know. I'm just putting on. No, uh, she has a cheeky cunt before. <laughs> she has called you a cheeky cunt before. Oh okay. my god! <laughs> a cheeky cunt. A cheeky cunt. 
All right. So oh let's, Kevin, you want to talk about countries? Do you want, do, do you know your geography? <clears throat> what are, look, this has nothing to do with cheeky cunts. I just want to make that clear. All right. <laughs> Y'all who I'm shouting out are not cheeky cunts. I um, think he's lying. Countries that listen to the show include the U.S., Canada, U.K., New Zealand, and Ireland. Thanks for listening to the show. Actually, most of those countries are places where cunt is is punctuation. Yeah, like... Yes, the only people left are the ones that can tolerate cunt. Uh, No, like two countries that like barely tolerate it, and then three countries where it's just punctuation. Canada, Canada is like legit borderline. It depends on how much exposure you've had to like people from Britain, Australia, New Zealand, stuff like that, where you are on your tolerance level. Because a lot of people are like totally on the American level of cringe. And then there's people like me the UK, New forever. And I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I gamed with Aussies for years. Who cares? <laughs> whereas the UK, New Zealand, Ireland, literally just a descriptor. Yeah, it's just it's a word. Yeah. Um descriptor. Yeah. So we've got stuff to talk about. Christopher, you have to engage on this part. I didn't put these. Looks to be you. Your name's next to World of Warcraft. (laughs) Ha ha. You have to talk about one of them them, and then you're I need to read them then because I don't know what any of these excellent reviews we're talking about. I haven't read them. Actually, okay, here you go, Chris. You just have to read the Diablo one. That's all you have to do. I put everything you need to read for it there, okay? Okay. Okay? So, I haven't um, had a chance to look at any news in two weeks. I'm it's sorry. okay. It's all right, buddy. So who put okay. the stuff about WoW in? Who put the WoW stuff in? Somebody grab the first one. I'll do the second one. I'll take care of the first one. Okay. Uh, so there was an interview with uh, Paul Kubit uh, about Torghast specifically. Um, so it, as you may well know, Tor, uh, Torghast is the new sort of infinite mode. It is grifts. If you're familiar with Diablo, uh, it is grifts for wow, essentially, or, um, greater rifts or the other yeah, example is the Chris, what's the, the two tower thingies. In... Thank you. I was drawing a blank. <laughs> it's the heaven on high in Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. It, that that would be another good explanation for people who don't know what they are, like for- except end game. Yeah. Those two aren't game. Yeah. So uh, Torghast is strictly not an infinite grind. It you go in, you do it, and you get materials. And there's a cap on a weekly basis. So this is what is being used for crafting the new legendaries, I believe. Yes. So yeah, which I'll cover more in the one that I'm going to talk about. Yeah, uh, so you can go in, and and I mean, Kubit specifically told uh, Polygon that uh, players who really love doing Torghast can go in and cap out every week, and it's not a problem. Or you know, you can just go in and do the minimum requirement and get what you need. Of you course, can, that huh? And you can do it solo or in a group, so it caters to different play styles. It's it's nice. Um, so yeah, so, but the thing is, is that they are going back to the Legion model where you can have a certain number of legendaries equipped and to start for Shadowlands, there will be one legendary that is equipable. You will have, we will have one slot available to equip a legendary, uh, presumably as time goes on, that will increase to larger numbers of legendaries. 
much like how Legion allows you to equip multiple legendaries at a time. Uh, but to start with, all you have to do is go in, do your bare minimum, get your one legendary that you want or need specifically for your class or spec for what you play, and you're done. If you want to be a little more sweaty about it, you can go in and you can do grind out for multiples and have things available for every situation, but you don't have to. I love how that's your description of it. Be more sway about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, and basically, they're designing it specifically in such a way that you don't have to do it all the time, which, as we all know, is a fucking trap. And that's not true, because, you know, if you want to raid, you better go and get all your legendaries, asshole. Yep. Yeah. But uh, for what I've seen of Torghast, it looks to be a very interesting system that should possibly have some good engagement on it. So I, I think we're all... I think we're all interested to see how it goes, to see how it ends up being. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play Shadowlands, so... I don't know. Did you ever decide to opt in for the beta? No, I never did. I don't right. think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna be. I don't think I will be quality uh, engagement with it. So yeah. I don't think I need to be in a beta if I'm not gonna be engaged with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Blizzard thinks that it will be uh, as. Uh, to paraphrase this uh, bit of the article from uh, uh, from Polygon, sorry. Um, Torghast is com- something completely new for World of Warcraft. It's an endless mode that shouldn't devolve into a weekly chore for months on end, and we all know that's a fucking lie. We all fucking know that's a lie. I mean, I would encourage anybody that may have... Uh, that might have a differing opinion. Some anybody that's played through any of the alpha or any of that other shit that is capable of speaking about it, if they I have a difference of opinion to it, alpha and actually get into Torghast, I haven't done it yet, so I'll give you some feedback once I do. I'll make a point of doing it before our next show. Yeah. Okay. So see, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I I haven't personally touched it, so I can't like give a definitive answer on what I feel about it, but. I would say that I'm not, I don't think it's going to be engaging enough to drag me in, and I don't think I want to get back on the treadmill. So, this is entirely fair. Um, so, at the same time, Ian Hazakasis did a interview with Wow Chakra on their Twitch stream. Um, and I've included in the show notes a link to the wowhead article about it where they have both the video from the stream as well as kind of a live blog summary so i'm just going to read off some of the summary um so speaking of torgas the long-term goal is not multiple hour runs um it's still in early development they wanted to get it up early so they can get feedback um, they're looking to condense the runs where you get your build together, you get to crush some floors, but runs don't take a long time. There will be a full set of achievements for those of you who are achievement horse. Um, achievements are generally one of the last things that will develop as they want to understand the system first, um, but there will be milestones, beating different bosses, personal challenges, and stuff like that. Um, it's being built with events in mind. A certain event might take over a section of the tower, but that's more of a long-term goal to keep it feeling fresh. 
Legendary item crafting is not in the alpha yet. Will hopefully be in in a few weeks. It's unlocked early in Torghast. Um, as you f explore Torghast, you find scraps that you can turn in to add to the legendary, to add the legendary effect. Um, okay, so then there's a section that's called Time Passing in the Shadowlands. And the first point is, it's complicated. <laughs> there isn't a fixed amount of time, like three times or ten times faster, like in a sci-fi movie. It's more chaotic. What does that mean for the player? We'll have to see when we come out the other end. So that's going to be interesting for when we come out of Shadowlands, I guess, because God knows how much time will have passed on Azeroth from the sounds of it. Or how much time has gone back. Right. Like it's, it's, it's some, to, to paraphrase Doctor Who, it's some wibbly wobbly timey. Timey wimey shit, yeah. <laughs> Um, with the ability choice um he's saying it's a design challenge it's essential for the rpg aspect of the game to have choices with consequences and choices that shape strengths and weaknesses of your characters they understand the community in the current climate and don't want players to feel like they're letting guildmates or groups down um, covenants are a full package deal which includes soul binds and they're planning on continuing to balance and update the abilities on alpha in order to make sure that there is no wrong choice I know. In the current iteration, as if I don't pick Bastion on my shaman, I am useless. Yeah. Well, um, I thought I thought like previously when we talked about this, the only way to real really balance I, things like this is like. Either A, have it have nothing to do with like damage numbers and DPS, or B, have it be only a flavor ability or something that, you know, doesn't impact gameplay, or you can't use it in a dungeon or you can't use it in a raid. Last uh, three expansions, we've had, we have had borrowed power that has just made shit so frustrating. They are not learning, and it is frustrating even more. Um, so another interesting thing that came out is players no longer start with a spec in Shadowlands. Um, so you'll focus on your class identity rather than spec identity. And you get your class trainer at the end of, uh, sorry, this is for new player experience. Um, it I was going to say, this is new yeah. player experience, isn't it? Yeah, new player experience. Um, at the end of the new player experience, it will teach you about choosing a spec um, because they want you to spend the first part learning the class overall rather than a specific spec um, that's, that's that's what i'm interested in is seeing what they do with an mp that's what i'm interested in that's the about new, the only thing I, that me I played through the new player experience and i gave a lot of feedback to um like i gave a lot of feedback People. on it um through the system i really really like it especially um, as someone who's obviously been playing the game for forever, I found it actually very interesting that they've done it in a way that if you are brand new coming in, it is the absolute perfect introduction to playing WoW without being, like, obtrusive. It, it's very encompassing and, like, in a welcoming, friendly way, not in a, you're a fucking moron, now you should be doing this. Um, it, it's really well done, and the storyline in the area that for the new area is really cute too. So, um, Lord Aaron and Teldrassil, there are still unresolved elements. 
There's uh, story stuff coming um, with Tyrande. We may encounter people who fell in in the Shadowlands. Um, finding a new home for the Night Elves and Forsaken <clears throat> isn't great fit for Shadowlands. They know it's unresolved and it will be addressed in the future. They're already thinking of ideas. I did literally just Lord want... Uh-huh. What was that? Did she say Lord Darren? No, I said Lord Aron. No, you didn't say Lord Aron. You you didn't. Right. You didn't. You hundred well, percent didn't. I'll have I'm Kevin play sure it back later. My lack of sleep. Or no, no, no. She, she did not. Friend. She said. She said Lord Darren. She said Sorry. Lord Darren. It's I okay. meant Lord <laughs> Yeah. Um. So what I really just want them to do to like solve the night elf issue is just have like Illidan do a drive by and just throw some more Well of Eternity at the tree. I think no, that would just be I the like- funniest thing. I think that would be the funniest fucking thing. He's just like sup nerds. Just throws the well of eternity water down at it. But hashtag burn the tree. Um, hashtag let's let's go to Shadowlands and nothing else matters. Anyway. Yeah, heritage is going to continue until all races have them. Um, they want to continue. Oh, to heritage. Them in, yeah, which I think is cool because some of the heritage armors are fucking gorgeous. Um, I hate them because the dwarf one makes you look like you you have plate, regardless no, of what. No, the blood elf one is beautiful. I love the blood elf one. Uh, this is garbage. The Worgen one is weird as all hell. Yeah, the dwarf one. Not <laughs> Tiny hat. Weird fucking plate. The, hor- the horde ones look fantastic. The mm. alliance one, not so much. Yep. The dragon I mean, eye looks fantastic. I like the um the shadow elf one. The fuck boy elf. elf. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I would okay, play. okay oh I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase. The core alliance races look yeah. shit. Like human, uh, human's not bad. Well, human doesn't have one yet, does it? Human doesn't have one yet. No, Morgans, I'm thinking uh, dwarves and dwarfs. No, dwarfs don't have one Dread either. I... Yeah, dwarf has it. Dwarf has heritage doesn't... armor. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, dwarf has heritage armor. It's it's fucking plate. It looks like garbage on a caster. Um, the adventure system, which is the new mission table, should be on alpha next month. They want to have Can... a system that represents the fantasy of WoW's combat and evolve the mission table system to add more depth no just get rid of the fucking mission table it's been the most worthless piece of shit for the past two expansions all you do is you download an add-on and you click one button so that it gives you the highest percentage of winning each mission then you close it and never look at it again he's right right he's not lying chris that's the (laughs) i mean i'll have to have a look at it later because if i click on it it yeah, it, it fucks up the screen. I know. Uh, I I really think it's funny that on one hand, Eon Eon is Eon. saying get rid of things that make it seem like it's a chore, and then saying, "Hey, we're making a new chore for you to do in another section." See, I never found the mission table to be a chore. If I wanted to do it, I did it, and if I wasn't near it, I didn't stress over it. The thing is, because it's worthless. Warlords of Draenor and in Legion, you kinda had to do it. You had to go and mm-hmm. deal with it. You haven't mm-hmm. had to in, in Battle for Azeroth, which is nice. It's an optional thing. Because but the shit the you get from it is trash. Legion. Well, it's not even the shit that you get from it is trash. It's, it's just it's a system that an add-on does it all for you. You just click <laughs> the add-on and it does it. You don't have to actually... Some of the things you do actually get some decent decent stuff from. Like it does, like it's set, it's set, especially pre pre flying. 
it unlocks additional flight points throughout the entire of the are two we, zones in Battlefield. What are we talking APN about now? Rep. The mission table. Oh yeah, it's garbage uh, except for when you need gold. Yeah. <laughs> Before they nerf the gold. Um, and then there was a bunch of stuff that was discussed about faction leaders in the Shadowlands, important names that have died, stuff like that. Um, that either I'm not going to get into because I don't like giving out spoilers to people who may not want them or that Ian straight up didn't answer because straight up spoilers. Um, the thing is, a lot of them we know about because they have they did mention a fuck ton of them at BlizzCon. A yes, lot of them we but, know about. Which makes it more interesting of, of the ones that, if those are who they mentioned, who the fuck are they not mentioning because it would be a huge spoiler, right? So... <laughs> I mean, they've been very clear about so far about who's coming back. They've mentioned that a thousand times mm-hmm. that we're going to be encountering again, I should say. Um, but we even yeah. have models. Yep. Um, but, but I, I'm just saying, all I'm going to say is that there's a guy that's got my name and that's all I give a shit about. Yes. Yeah, okay. I was running around in Alpha, and I've linked a picture to it on our Discord. Um, and I came into the first town that you come into in Revan... Revan... I can't remember how to Revan say it. Yeah, I keep calling it Revan Dead, and it drives um, Carrie crazy, because he's like, stop calling it that. And I'm like, but I can't remember what it really Revan is. Dre- so the first major town that you come into in Revendreth, there is a guy that's just inside where the inn is who is totally named Gavril, but with only one eye instead of two. So well, I, I mean, just, I thought it was hilarious. Well, I mean, the thing is, and the he's funny Taskmaster thing is, Gavril. Taskmaster Gavril, yeah. The funny thing is, is that like I don't even pronounce the name I use correctly because it's actually Gavriel. Yeah. Because it's just it's just Gabriel. The name is just Gabriel. It's just an Eastern European slant to it. It's just from which, another country. Which, which is honestly the naming convention for that whole area. So the name fits in with yeah. a lot of the other names in that area. So I'm, I you know, not to harsh on the amusement of it being Gabriel. Yeah, it, it just it, fits. It just fits. Yeah, not for the Gavril, area. It just happens to be a name that fit for the area, and we also have yeah. a Gabriel. But it was still like, oh, what the fuck. Yeah, that's, I want confirmation if they listen to the show. They, they don't. Besides that one time they had to. Besides <laughs> that one time For they quality had assurance to. purposes. <laughs> There's at least one person who listens to the show every week. I know. I know. Mm, I know. The show will be you, recorded buddy. for quality assurance purposes. This show will be recorded for quality assurance purposes. Please understand that you're... Yeah, please understand that your information is private and we do respect your privacy. <laughs> yeah, so the in, the interview is interesting. <laughs> Go watch it. Read the rest of the stuff that I skipped over in the live blog. There was a little bit about PvP, which I'm not into, so I'm not going to talk about it. Um, but yeah, just go read. Enjoy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Chris, you get to read the section about Diablo. I wrote the entire... Uh, the yeah, entire uh, thing for you. Okay, uh, French website Actu Gaming, uh, who currently predict, who correctly predicted Overwatch 2, Shadowlands, and Diablo 4 appearing at BlizzCon last year. Uh, you know, everyone predicted that. Um, is, pre- <laughs> is predicting an announcement this year for Diablo 2 Remastered, as done by Vicarious Visions. Vicarious. 
and give Vicarious Visions a subsidiary of Activision. Uh, this is purely a rumor, so nothing confirmed, no evidence. Uh, but would represent the first time Blizzard has done a remaster with a pure outside team. Uh, they do have their own internal team, the Blizzard Classic Games team, and they handled uh, Warcraft Reforged and Starcraft Remastered. Um, so interesting thing about Vicarious Visions, they're the ones who did the remaster uh, for Crash Insane Trilogy. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, they also are the people who did the work porting Destiny 2 to PC. Um, pretty good. Which, pretty good, pretty good. Um, they've done a lot of other stuff. Yeah, they worked pretty heavily. Uh, they did some of the Destiny 1 expansions, I think. I think Vicarious Visions was involved in some of the Destiny 1 expansions, and they also were involved in some of the first content that came out with Destiny 2 on PC. So they're not a small company. They are a fully owned subsidiary of Activision. So it's interesting. Uh, I severely doubt we'll actually see any announcements about D2 Remastered anytime soon because Dave Brevik, who was part of the original team at Blizzard North, has said on record, and it's been backed up multiple times, that pretty much every asset from Diablo 2 is gone. It's in the ether. It's missing. They don't have it anymore. It's destroyed. Because <clears throat> you, um, you have to remember, Diablo 2 suffered a pretty bad code base corruption during development towards the end of development for the second game for Diablo 2. Um, and literally the only reason that Diablo 2 actually got released is because they had um, they had um, testing clients out in the wild with some of their people who had taken home full copies of the testing of the testing version of the game, the debug version of the game. Uh, that's literally the only reason we got Diablo 2 is because they had those backups. They never even really backups. They were nearly client, uh, nearly client release models. So Always says that the Vicarious Visions are also doing the Tony Hawk remake. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, so uh, Vicarious Visions is a pretty good company. They they have a pretty good track record in doing strong releases for remasters and ports. So if the remaster is uh, if it does happen and it's anywhere near as good as the Crash one, then I'll, I'm, I'm I'm happy. But there's there's a whole litany of issues related to Diablo 2 during remaster because it was designed with a six by nine ratio. Uh, six by nine is square, right, Kevin? The, no, that's landscape. Uh, what's a six by nine? Ten by thirteen, or whatever it is. Oh, I don't sick. remember. Yeah, so it's it's where where it's a square screen rather than a rectangular screen. By six. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's whatever it is. I don't remember. I don't remember what the aspect ratio of that is called at the top of the top of my head. Um, but yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, but it's designed for a square screen rather than a all the all the original assets were designed for a square screen screen rather than this style of screen that it currently is. So uh, the, the, the wide screen we have nowadays. So it would be a challenge to remaster and port D2, uh, but it would be interesting to see. Without having the original assets, it would be a big challenge. So I'm curious to see how, if that happens, what they do specifically. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just something I kind of wanted to mention because, you know, that's, it's the big rumor that's been going around. Um, Hearthstone, shit's happening. They released some new heroes for Battlegrounds. They changed some cards around again. And they just did some nerfs and some buffs to some standard cards. So nobody's fucking interested in that at all. So. 
Uh, that's the extent of Bush Bacon. I am. It. I I am not going to talk about it because I'd much rather not put Christopher to sleep. I mean, I would like to put Christopher to sleep, but I'm going to try not to put Christopher to sleep. I think if you talk about it regardless, if you do or don't, Christopher is going to fall asleep. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. I think it's going to happen regardless, so I'm not going to hasten that at all if I can help it. Um, I don't see really a whole lot of other stuff for Blizzard news, but I think somebody has pasted in like a fuck ton of Activision Warzone stuff, so knock yourselves out. No. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'll talk about the last two first. This is the patch notes that came out for May 18th for Warzone. Uh, there's a few notable changes that I would like to speak to you about if you're interested in this Vidya game. So, numero uno, they have automatic weapons in Gulag. It changes how you fight 1v1. You def- It's definitely a lot slower. It's more peakier. And um, thank God we don't have to fight with 357 in Gulag anymore. God damn. That sucked. Um, and the other thing that they changed, they added an armor box, which you can buy for $6,000 from a buy station and supply armor to all of your teammates, including if they have the uh, <clears throat> armor vest satchel. on, satchel, which allows you to hold more. So um, that's pretty cool. And they also added a new operator. <clears throat> it's a female. Um Shit, Ikara. What the hell is her name? Iskara. Iskara. So you can buy her from for a bundle that cost about twenty four USD or two thousand four hundred CPs, and that's their in game gold currency. So, um, oh, a uh, big. I'm kind of missing the major point here. Um, you can open up different vaults throughout the map by getting an access card this is very similar to how it's done in apex legend sometimes you loot a box it has an access card you can use that to open one of the 11 vaults Um, there is a special vault vault 11 that you have to open by hearing a ringing telephone writing down three numbers that are in russian and then going to corresponding vaults with those numbers or answer sorry answering phones with those numbers and then that will open the final vault. And in that vault, you can pick up a weapon and collect a legendary blueprint that you can only collect in that way. So I don't know if that's going to happen after season three is over or not, but um, that's something that people might be interested in doing. But it does require some work and learning zero through nine in terms of your Russian number language. Because... Um, I don't know any Russian at all. So when they talk, it's kind of like, I don't know. Anyway, um, those are most of the major changes that, that have come to Warzone. Um, they, they nerfed the double Renetti uh, pistol combo that people were using and was overpowered. So, yeah. Um, just want to reiterate, free game download. It's been tons of fun. Um, I've really kind of been impressed with how much they've added and changed and tweaked. And um, there's content, there's gun unlocks, there's a lot of different shit to spend plenty of time playing. So, yeah, um, coming from a non FPS player, it really is stupidly fun. Mm hmm. 
you just kind of like for the reasons I mentioned earlier, you get into interesting gun battles. You get into interesting strategic things like people are camping a house. How do you get them out? Um, so there can be strategy in it. There can be shooting there. There's just a lot of cool stuff about the game and highly recommend playing. All right, now your turn. Um, I'm not going to talk about the second one that I've linked. People can read that okay. on there if they want to, but I just put in the first one because I found it interesting. Um, Call of Duty has, is the best-selling game of 2020 so far. It has even surpassed Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I found that interesting just because, I don't know about anybody else's Twitter feed, but my Twitter feed is just like 95% about people's turnip prices, which <laughs> makes for a really weird reading. Is Anybody have turnips? What's your turnips? Like, <laughs> Twitter's gone insane for turnips. Um, as well, the Warzone has actually become one of the most popular Battle Royale titles today, and it's providing competition to things like Apex Legends and Fortnite. So I found that kind of interesting that it has really hit the scene and kind of taken over and done really well, even the free parts of it. So found it a little interesting especially how crazy people are about animal crossing but call of duty still do not matter <laughs> all right i guess this is still me because cd product red and i don't know why i find this so Does, funny but gavril is neth, just a fucking hat <laughs> you too yeah neth before we move on to that does anyone does anyone else want to guess what is on the top 10 list of games that have sold the most in 2020 so far 2020 uh animal crossing is definitely on there that's uh, two. Oh, no pokemon final, came out last year final fantasy 7 remake for sure yep doom that's eternal. three doom eternal, doom eternal yeah. is not on the list oh it's not oh, interesting um pokemon sword and shield came out last year right no pokemon <laughs> yeah um let's see so we got three of ten, or did you say ten or five, Kevin? Yeah, you've only gotten three out of the ten. Um, does is this global or oh, is this oh, like Western um, world only? Global. Yeah, the other remake okay. that just came out, um, Nemesis. Resident Resident Evil Three. Resident Evil Three is on there. Yes, okay. that's eight. Um. Oh God, what other games have come out? Big games. Big okay. games. Since what? Since when are we going April to April? Year to date, ending April twenty. Okay, yeah, so that's year to date. Uh, so that includes last year then. A little. Uh, yes. Oh no, year to date. No, it does include date. last year. Okay, okay. So, so RDR two, I think, is still within the last year. What's RDR? Dead Redemption. No. Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, how's that? A long yes. Time ago. Grand Theft Grand Auto Theft Five. Yeah, 5. one of the best yep. selling games Seven. of all time. Um. That's five of ten. We're fifty percent so far. Um, now, uh, best-selling games. Do like two or three more guesses. Um, what else is big games? Okay, I'm gonna make a oh. guess. I'm gonna make a guess of one that's still selling like crazy, but didn't come out in the last year. Grand Theft Auto Five. I already said that. You just said that. I just seven. Said that. Um, <laughs> uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. Nope. Is it sports? There's a sports game in there. There's gotta be a there sports are game sports games. Uh, NBA 2K whatever. 2K20, yep. 2K20. That was four. Um, WWE 2K20? Because people are stupid? 
<laughs> no. Um, let's let's and let's make this the last guest. Um, is, there, is there a football game on there somewhere? Yes. I, I, I wouldn't know what they're called. Yes. But well, okay. So so hold on. Football or football? American, American football. football, not Madden. Yeah. Yes. Madden's number nine. Madden. Okay. There's one more sport. Uh, baseball. MLB. Yep. MLB. The show twenty. Okay, okay, the ones that you missed. Dragon Ball Z. Car- oh, yeah. Kakarot's Car- oh. Journey, yeah. yeah. Which, um, by the way, so fucking good, that game. And you also missed Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart. Well, fuck, no, that came out last year. Yeah, that's so yeah, that's what three. April April. But, like, when you buy a Switch, what do you inevitably buy? Mario Kart. I have Mario Kart on my Switch. I think everybody's got Mario Kart. Yep. You're a fucking Yankee as shit because you just said Mario again. Mario. Mario. <laughs> fucking Yankees, man. It's a Mario. So yeah, that's a that's an interesting Mario. list. So I'm surprised. I so yeah, I'm surprised like Yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield wasn't on that. I'm actually very surprised. They sold quite well. But they're obviously not selling like triple A title well. Like massive triple A title well. Yeah. Animal Crossing. I can't believe Animal Crossing. It's crazy. I'm not surprised. It came out at just the right time. The problem is Sword and Shield, there was a lot of bad publicity around it before it came out. And yeah, to be honest, it, it launched yeah. it launched with bad with issues as well. Yeah. I, uh and also, you know, it splits the user base because it's two separate games. So Yeah, and well, a lot and, of people didn't yeah. buy it because it didn't have uh the global decks. It only has a set a set amount of Pokemon. Yep, decks it and all that bullshit. Yep. But I think that there's so many more people that would just buy a sports game that would buy Pokemon. You know, the audience for that, I think, is smaller. The audience. Yeah. Oh, no. 100 percent. The audience for a Pokemon game is smaller than, say, the audience for a sports game, because sports game, you know, they just it's it's just highly popular, especially in the US. So Mm -hmm. and then soccer and football games are very popular in Europe. So anyway, that was my aside for the week. Okay. Oh my God, Kevin had a tangent. There you go. <laughs> uh, you were talking about some shit. CD Projekt Red. Yes. Okay. So one just quick little thing. Um, go check out the video if you have time. Um, so The Witcher Three is five years old now, which is really hard to believe. Um, but and the game still choose the graphics cards. And it's fun as shit to play. Um, so CD Projekt Red celebrated five years of Witcher 3 by doing a... Um, they invited a bunch of different artists to do a new rendition of the main theme. And it's really cool. So I wanted to include a link to that. Um, so go take a... If you're at all into that kind of mu- like video game music, go take a listen. It's really kind of cool. Um, the other news that came out... Is that um, they're hinting at the fact that Siri could be the lead character for The Witcher Four, which I found really interesting. Which you know we've talked about before with them kind of coming to terms with Sapowski and things like that. Yeah. So, um, so there was a um, there was an interview done and. They replied to a question about whether the team had considered making a game with Siri as the lead um, by saying, well, interesting question. Would you like to play a game with her as the lead character? 
which, you know, isn't a yes or a no, but um, they did go on to say that they regretted that they didn't explore her past more. She's an amazingly rich and complex character. Um, due to obvious reasons, she's pretty much gone for two-thirds of Witcher 3, so she didn't get, get as much screen time as the writers would have liked. But hey, maybe it's something we'll get back to in the future. They I, say that kind of shit all the time, though. But can I just say, I would fucking love to play a Witcher that had Siri as the main character. Like, that would be, to to see her history, to see what, like like to get to play through it see it flushed out see what happens with her after three as a female gamer i fucking love when we get to play female leads and so i would be like a hundred percent i am buying this now i don't agree women don't belong in video games yes sweetie i know uh (laughs) like whatever She's she's an interesting character, but I mean, at the same time, she's kind of got a little bit too much Deus Ex Machina built into her, unfortunately. Yeah. I I personally feel like she's got a little bit too much Deus Ex Machina built into her, but she's a very interesting character. Yes, I mean, you read the books, and you know, she's she's very she's a very well fleshed out character overall. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, she's kind of got some crazy bullshit going on with her towards the end of the third game so yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah interesting but mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was interesting yeah interesting um someone want to do the id software one next uh oh yeah 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 so fucking id and I'm going to say it's probably less it and more Bethesda, uh, whom, as you may know, is the publisher of uh, Doom, of the modern Doom series starting in 2016. Uh, I think they also own the IP to the original stuff as well, too, because they work with id and all this other bullshit. Um, but yeah, so uh, <clears throat> if you may not have known, very recently, post-launch, they added Denuvo to Doom Eternal. Raise your hand if you don't know what Denuvo is. I mean, I didn't. Hand raised. Hand raised. So Denuvo is an anti-cheat software. It is a kernel-level exception, which if you work in IT or you know anything really about computers, the kernel is like the brain of the computer. It's like the DNA of your computer. It is the very core of the operating system. Uh, That is the very first thing that loads up when you start your computer that is the kernel running in the background that runs your os uh denuvo has access to that which is not strictly very uncommon with you know game with the uh, with anti-cheat software but denuvo is considered by most to be one of the one of the worst actors in the drm and anti-cheat uh uh sphere um, it is commonly uh, it is commonly considered the devil, and it is anytime a game has issues, uh, some of the first things that people that are reverse engineering and diving into the source code look for is hooks for Denuvo, uh, because it has been implicated in numerous uh, FPS issues, uh, game rendering issues, uh, game breaking bugs, memory leaks. It's been associated with a whole lot of stuff. Um, and so, understandably, Doom Eternal got review-bombed to fuck, and it also got really, really, um, really popular online for the wrong reasons. 
they did that about a month, a month and a half ago uh, during one of the patches. Uh, they patched Denuvo in and they have just publicly stated that they will be renew removing support for Denuvo uh, from the game uh, going forward uh, in a future patch, which is corporate speak for now eh, at some point. So, yeah, not uh, no, I'm glad I didn't buy the game. Um, yeah, I don't support Denuvo and I don't support developers who believe in Denuvo. So, I mean, no. and they're removing it, right? Yes, they will be removing it from a future patch. So unconfirmed timeline. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a interview on. There's a story on Polygon, uh, and it was added on the May 14th update, so a week ago. Sorry, it wasn't a month or a month and a half. It was about a week, a week and a half ago. Uh, but, 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 yeah. So they have not given any time frame uh, going forward on when this will be released or when it will be removed. I should say. So yeah. And and LB's pointing out inside of Twitch that uh, Doom Eternal was the best rated game, best reviewed game of the year on Steam before all of this happened. Wow, before all this that happened. is it a was, huge switch then. Yeah, it is currently, I don't know where exactly it is because I don't know if the review bomb protection uh, kicked in for it. I assume it did because Steam does have a review bomb protection. It takes a while to kick in though. Um, I'm fairly certain it is taking it's done its job but yeah no uh this was just a huge slap in the face to a lot of people and a lot of assumption is that it is on bethesda for pushing it uh because they've talked strict they've talked about the competitive aspect of multiplayer and it's like it's a weird asymmetrical multiplayer that it has where it's like it's a 1v2 one person plays doom guy and the other two play demons um but yeah i don't think doom really needs a multiplayer component <clears throat> I don't think Doom needs a multiplayer component. Just give me a compelling single-player experience, and I shouldn't have to have Denuvo installed to play a game single-player or play offline. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, last thing I think we've really got up, uh, we have the G2A story, and we also have the EGS story. So uh, we'll, we'll jump into the EGS thing real quick. I Are we doing the Ubisoft news or no? Yeah. You didn't talk about it during your section, so yeah, you went straight down. So <clears throat> I figured you were just going to not talk about it, and I was I happy. I just wanted a break from talking for a minute. <laughs> I, I was happy that we were going to talk about it. It's okay. I we can go ahead and keep ignore it. it. Quick and short, because I'm trying to be good with my Valhalla fangirling until it actually comes out, and then y'all are fucked. I'm telling you now. Neth removed from show. <laughs> Pretty much. It'll be like, you can come back when you're done playing the game, because no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they did, they had a bit of a, dis uh, they had a news article come out this week where um, they're going to have, the progression is going to be done slightly differently this time around so that you don't have big progression walls. Um, it'll let people explore more freely yeah. without being held back too much. Um, it, they're, so they're kind of ditching a traditional leveling system. Um in addition to that, um, because you're going to be pulled into 
the actual world more there's going to be um there's going to be the option to do things in non-violent ways so like possibly like negotiating to resolve things um you know like the answer is not always necessarily going to be go forth and kill um which i find is really interesting given that you're playing assassin's creed and the whole point is you're an assassin and go forth and kill but it's an interesting take um you're also going to be retreating to your settlement fairly frequently from the sounds of it and um you know when you're in your settlement you'll get information about what's going on in the world um new quests that kind of stuff um as well they mentioned that there's going to be some elements from older games in the series being brought back including the insta kill stealth blade that a lot of us have missed so that's coming back yay and that's it that, that is the extent of my fangirling for this week. I will save some more for next week. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> thank you for the update, Neff. You're welcome. Um, Even though I know you're sarcastic as fuck, I don't yeah. care. So, I feel like that put me more to, more to sleep than Hearthstone does. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Real quick, uh, we're going to go ahead and probably wrap up the show a little bit early this week. Um, but we did have two other minor stories to talk about and some little bits and bobs to kind of go over. Um, so last week, they, Epic Games, the Epic Game Store, did a giveaway for GTA V, which, as we mentioned earlier, was one of the best-selling games of 2020, even though it's like five years old or something like that. Yep, it's five. Yeah, it's a five-year-old game. It's one of the best-selling games of all time, and it's still staying as one of the best-selling games every year, like year over year. Um, they did a giveaway, and it actually crashed the entire Epic Game Store. Like, hard crashed it for the better part of a day. Yeah, like, so many people went. Like, it was just, like, it bombed it. Um, that giveaway, for those of you who are interested, is over. However, they do currently have Civ Six up for free now. So if you do have and use the Epic Games thing... Go get you some free Civ Six. I would rather shit in my hands and clap than buy something on Epic Games. And and I understand that, but some people don't have that issue with Epic, and I am all for people getting free anything that involves a full game. So go forth, get your shit if you're cool with Epic, and don't if you're not. Whatever, but it's free. Free is free. If you want. If you want to help drive their engagement numbers, you do you. If you want to help drive their MAUs and their engagement numbers, knock yourself out. I choose not to. Um, besides that, uh, we also did have a little bit of little story that we were kind of talking about before the show started um, about G2A. Hey, who knows shit about G2A? <clears throat> kind of. Yeah. So GTA is a key reselling service. It is a key reselling website. It's been around for a couple of years now, quite a few years, actually, if I remember correctly. Um, it is best described as a gray market for CD keys, for games. <clears throat> and it is... When I say gray market, I mean, like, super fucking shady shit. Like, it's commonly been referred to as a money laundering front on a lot of on a lot of cases. Like, this is more of like a dark web, you know, deep web sort of uh, money laundering scheme kind of thing, rather than a publicly available website on the mainstream internet. Um, So basically, the whole conceit of it is is that pretty much anybody can set up an account with G2A and then resell keys through them. 
very commonly what happens, and G2A denies this vehemently, but this has been the anecdotal evidence over the years. This is an, this is an allegation. It's not 100% uh, factual. Uh, we're not entirely certain like how culpable they are, if they are culpable at all, because this is an allegedly. Um, but they, uh, a while back, they instituted a policy because so many people were claiming that their keys were stolen, that they would pay 10 times the value of any keys that were proven to be stolen that were sold through their service. Surprisingly enough, only one company really took them up. It is the people that did Factorium, I believe. Let me get the name of them exactly. Uh, Woob Software, which is uh, Factorio. Not, sorry, not Factorium, Factorio. Um... Yeah, and it turns out that uh, uh, that yeah, that a bunch of the keys that they sold for Factorio were in fact stolen or illegally obtained in some fashion. Um. Uh, so a little bit of background on this. Uh, a while back, um, G2A stated that they would open internal audits uh on any game that a publisher or a developer challenged them on for the keys being developed and released in some certain way uh through them being sold through them uh and originally uh G2A stated that they would be hiring a professional auditing firm uh so PricewaterhouseCooper, Deloitte or Ernst & Young that kind of stuff and this is stuff that I'm reading off of the Kotaku article partially I'm doing a little bit of paraphrasing from a Kotaku article that we will have linked in the show notes. Um, and then G2A was just like, yeah, now nah, we're going to do it ourselves. It's all right. You can trust us, dude. Uh, which, you know, anytime we all know the rule about allowing the company to police itself. It's not a good thing to do. Uh, but in this in this situation, G2A admitted that uh, of the 321 keys Woob software reported as being stolen, 198 of them turned out to have been sold by G2A. Yeah, so that's a greater than 50%. That's like 75% of the keys, give or take, or more, uh, turned out to be, uh, yeah, have been sold by G2A, which is a known shady gray black market for stuff. Um, and so G2A has committed to paying Woob Software $39,600, or roughly 10 times the value of the keys stolen. So, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy, because this is exactly the stuff that people have been calling G2A about over for years. And it's just kind of funny that, yeah, the first time somebody takes them up on the offer it turns out yeah 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 they were all stolen so that's just kind of crazy yeah i just thought it was an interesting story i mean when... they've been offering like this is also the website that like you'll see videos on about getting a, a windows key for like ten dollars mm-hmm. or like you know something else that seems hey it looks too good to be true it probably is you know like and them buying with stolen credit cards or buying stolen license keys doesn't seem too far-fetched. But yeah, I mean, the, the other point the article made was if they found this many during their internal audit, what if a regular audit would occur? Or you know, what if it was a more popular game than Factorio? Like, 
there's probably a bunch of other stolen keys out there that are in circulation that no one even knows about yet. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's insane that this website operates on the mainstream of the internet. It's just insane. It's absolutely crazy, but yeah. And, and they get a lot of streamers and people to like push their offer codes and discount codes and stuff. And it's like, don't take money from them. You know, yeah. like, and you they're know, not like a great business. They've tried to go legit because they've got G2A Direct, which is, you know, them buying keys directly from publishers and developers. But, you know, most people don't use that. They just use the regular G2A website and they buy keys from some shady guy in some country that I'm not going to name specifically. <laughs> Russia. Um, <laughs> and so unspecific. So unspecific. I know. I really wish I could go into details there, but you know, I just I feel like for the sake of this, you know, the other countries, you know, should be protected. China. Um, but yeah, it's it's just insane that you know this kind of stuff happens, and it's not just Russia and China. It's all sorts of places all over the all over the world. You have people that steal credit card info, oh, or you know, steal game keys from a developer's public server that they were stupid about, or something like that. So yeah, it's just insane. It's crazy that this still exists in the world yep um besides that i didn't really have anything else to majorly go over i think the only other thing was when is theros coming out i think it's the only thing uh, one second sorry i thought i had pulled this information up but i didn't uh yeah, so Mystic Odysseys of Theros, which is the next book, a next D and D book, will be coming out July twenty first, twenty twenty. It adds big cat people and horny goats. Wait, so we already have cat boys, now we're getting cat daddies. Yeah, we're getting we're getting cat daddy now. So, fan of uh, it's becoming more and more Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you might enjoy Cat Daddies coming to the game. We're getting Leon and Satyrs. I play Catboy in Final Fantasy XIV. Cat Daddies are weird when it comes to Catboys. <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting Leon in now, so you get the uh, actual big cat people. Big, cool. chonky Catboys. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's about all I really had to talk about this week. Did anybody else have anything they wanted to mention or bring up? Not I. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Not allowed. Sounds like we should end the show. Um, yeah. Okay. Final thoughts, Christopher. Anything? Um. About anything we talked about this week? Cat daddies. Cat daddies. <laughs> All right, Kevin. <laughs> um. No. All right, Neff. So much war zone, but no. Uh, I don't particularly have any final thoughts besides, you know, keep safe, do your thing, and uh, do what's right for you. Uh, do that, don't do that. Kevin! Uh, don't drive cars in Warzone. Yeah, Neff. Don't let Kevin drive cars in Warzone. Chris? Kevin should be allowed to drive in real life. <laughs> don't... Don't call in a precision airstrike on top of yourself. Um, Good idea. 
Yeah. So there, there, there's your actual don't do that for the week. Don't call a precision airstrike in on danger close. Uh, so that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter, the show that has our CTC. Mr. Kevin is at SwingCat, that is with a K. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am Gabriel underscore ET. And Neth is at Neth Winch. Send us emails at feedback at AzerothCTC.com. We enjoy hearing from you. Join us live on Saturdays where we record this show live on twitch.tv slash AzerothCTC. Sometimes it takes an hour, sometimes it takes two. Uh, for links to today's show, visit the website at www.azerothctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, however it is. You get these wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful sounds delivered directly sonorously into your ears. Uh, say danger close, boys and girls. Danger close. Danger close. I, I say let Chris sleep. Yeah. Bye. 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 Good night, sweetie.